Oh my god. <laughs> and welcome back to Rum with Ride. Um, rum with Ride. Woo. I think everybody would love a ride after some rum. No, that's like, <laughs> don't lie. If you say no, like, you're totally capping. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's just one of those. For it's just sure. one of those things that we all know. That just a little alcohol, maybe just a shot for you. You know, maybe just a shot. It's very it like could turn it into a whole wild night. It loosens you up for sure, you know. Yeah. And speaking on loosening up, our minds, hearts, <laughs> bodies are loosened and geared up and ready for another episode of the Is What It Is podcast. Yep. We are here, present. Um, white wine in, or white wined in. That's yeah. what we are at yeah. this point. <laughs> I just feel like it's really, really, like, good, like, oh, you thought you weren't gonna, and then, bam, you're, like, cooling. Yeah. You know? I think what I've realized through wine is it's a mellow, like, Yeah, like, it's not lit. too intense. Yeah, it's At not all. too intense. It's not rum. It's not vodka. You know what I mean? And like, then, like, you know you've hit your limit when you're, like, ready to sleep. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Definitely, um... Yeah. <laughs> it relaxes you. It does. You don't realize how relaxed you're getting. I think some wine can have you, like, ooh, really gonna, like, slumber. And then mm. some of them can, like, t- depending on the mood, the vibe can turn you up. Right. You know? But outside of wine, another thing that some of you may have used wine in was when you watch series or shows or whatever, Netflix and chill. We're post-pandemic. A lot of us throughout the pandemic spent time watching some sort of content. And I think binge-watching shows or re-watching shows or whatever, anything related to shows, movies, um, we were all tuned in right. to something. Right. And one of the series that got a lot of popularity were a lot of these dating shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, different series. And it's one of the things where it's like reality TV has always been labeled as a guilty pleasure because you're like, why am I watching this? But then you're binge watching. But then you're binge watching it. But then you're like, people are so toxic or people are like. But I need to know. Whatever. But you want to know and you want to see what what the result is. And then you're getting sneak peeks on other apps Mm. and you're like, okay, what's it about? And then you binge watch it and then you're like, okay, because. It still correlates to your life as well. And I think the hard part, mm-hmm. I think the toxic side for me, like when I'm like binge watching it, it's like, it feels so good to know that I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. You know? And it's like, but they're, it, they're also reminders and like triggers sometimes where it's like, oh shit, like you can identify you've done a couple of those things. Yeah. You know, in the past, and it's like, you could see how clearly it hasn't served you because you transitioned from it, but then also, like, through the show watching it, it's so cringe. Like, Mm -hmm. so cringe. And I think the love aspect of how they spin it is what really brings you in because we all want that Mm -hmm. in, like, some form or aspect, but, like, 
the toxic is how they get their ratings and it's just so bad it's bad because that's what trends but i think what people realize is like you're getting a bird's eye view of how people interact and like you know for some of these they're not scripted right and so you know you're like wow like these people aren't used to having a camera they're trying to like we all wear masks and shields. Right. But I think if there's a camera in front of you, you're going to be so self-conscious of, like, how you want to be perceived. Right. How could you not? When you know the views, you know who's going to be watching this. Right. So I do think it's, like, brave for them to open up their life that way because until the clout fades, people are still observing your life and, like, a lot will fall off, but people will still know you from that going forward. Mm -hmm. And you can use that for whatever. So I get the intention for people, like, oh, you wanted to come and be famous or whatever. Not necessarily famous, but if you have a brand or something you want to push, it is a platform you can utilize. Right. They do it, right? Right. So I do think it opens you up to an audience, even though you're being vulnerable and, like, you maybe, like, bullshit shrug your shoulders about it. I do think people go on there with, like, intentions of it. Because, like, why wouldn't you possibly click with someone? Right. If they have a large group of different individuals, opposite sex, and a lot of our types are in the mix. Mm Mm-hmm you're bound to make some type of connection. That's true. Right? So regardless if you make it to the full extent of the show, which is to, like, choose somebody, find a connection, make a proposal, whatever, I think through dating and through getting to know people in that large capacity, you could potentially connect with someone. Right. So that part, I'm like, it. that's where the reality of it, they can, like, really hit. But then, like you said, when they bring in the toxic and the BS and it's like this is for ratings, then that's when it brings back to it's still a reality TV show. And that's what's hard, too, because we can't exclude the edits. Yeah. Even if... the edits are... They're just terrible. It's so funny. But it's also, like, because a chunk of it is going to be taken out for the spin of the show, for the trend's sake, Yeah, it's just, like, you're... It's very um, uh, jaded with what you're seeing. And I think the thing that's frustrating is because we've done so many of these things similarly. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're still doing it. Even if it's, like, for the views or watching it, it's just really, like, it's deep, bro. It is. Because when I look at some of the couples, I'm like... You know y'all not gonna work out, right? But then they try. They try, but that's like, it shows you how people do it all the time. Because a lot of us take a look at the potential of what the situation could be based on like whatever type of attraction or chemistry Mm -hmm. or maybe like superficial part of the connection is happening. Right, right. And you like go with the potential of it and you're not taking in what's actually happening or which is difficult because really is Mm -hmm. i can see why one would be attracted to the potential yes however that's so temporary in the sense of like those are what you believe yeah they can do potentially not at all what they're showing you or Mm -hmm. like what they believe they can be potentially Mm -hmm. and that's the harm 
in it, but it's like even harder when um, you're unable to see the line of what they're being and like the potential mm-hmm. of what you're envisioning them to be. So like, let me like stay in it because yeah. I feel as if we do X, Y, Z or if I see X, Y, Z or if it's displayed, then, you know, thumbs up. Uh, but it's also like, how many times have you done that and then still been disappointed mm-hmm. in the sense of like wasted time, wasted you know, that person was, um, for me, I think of like drama class. Yeah. Like it's all just put on mm-hmm. when you're presenting yourself to be a way that you're not. Right. I think that's why the more honest you are with yourself, the better the outcome is going to be for you. Mm. The more honest you are with what's happening, the more the result would be aligned with what you want. Right. So, like, even for Paul, at the end of it to say, the traits that i seen in her, I couldn't really see her as a mom. It's like... That's something you probably assessed from day one, but you let this play out mm. to spare what? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of already knew. And it's hard. That, like, yeah. Did they stay for the show? I think partly, but also it's like, because of your thinking now, the extra layer of how I'm going to be perceived on TV, you would act out of, like, norm. Mm. Right? Like, maybe he would have ghosted in real life. At some point. Right. You know? And I do think it's kind of like... I don't know. Because as quick as the process is, if you are seriously dating someone, you do take your time to get to know them. There's a level of protection of that connection before you even want to introduce them to your... The other people in your life. Right, right, right. So even, like, her, Micah's friends opinion of Paul and how much they didn't like him and like whatever their thoughts were to someone that they didn't know mm-hmm. for a connection that she's feeling that's obviously still so fresh but like you know what I mean right so I can understand like the quickness of it yes to be like are you sure this is what you want but the way that they were coming for someone that regardless of the time frame your friends telling you like I really I really really like like this person mm-hmm is kind of, like, weird to me. Because it's, like, they're trying to have and, like, look for traditional ways of, like, people's reaction in a... Untraditional. In an untraditional time frame. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make sense. And they're not taking the time to, in the untraditional time frame, still break down what needs to be broken down to figure it out to figure out like right what really is happening here you know what it's true and it's sad because it's like even in this untraditional fashion Mm -hmm. um it's like what were you doing then Mm -hmm. because if it's not about the show Mm -hmm. it also like reflects um your values through the potential that you're like looking for Right. whether it's something that That's like true. you're unsubconsciously doing too because are you attracting like what you've always gone for or mm. is it like are you embarking on this experiment of like going for what you know you you need yeah you know 
And I think it's also interesting because sometimes you know what it will take to not choose what you know. If it's not right for you, right. to not choose that path equals growth, equals accountability, vulnerability. Right. Like, it equals all the things that you may still not actually be ready for, even though you did sign up. Mm. Like, now that it's here, now that you're faced with your choice. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with a lot, and that's a lot. Right. And if maybe there's something that's easier where you can kind of be in a bit of the fantasy of it a bit longer, Mm. you may choose to go through another cycle of something similar. Because you're just not quite ready for that healed version of it. Right. I think... um... Or healthier. Like, even just reflecting to, like, the casting of the show, they need to have a better way of finding people who are about the experiment. Because if they have their own... We're all carrying our own baggage, but if you have your own motives and intentions outside of going through the general, like, experience of getting to know someone, dealing with those tough things head-on without the veil of are you attracted to this person or like are they my type Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't know like they just picked a lot of clowns (laughs) to me like they never wanted to deal with the hardship they never really truly wanted to go through the experiment they probably did hold on to the potential like if you say yes I'll say yes like Like I don't think that that what? What is that? That's your decision. That's how you're basing your decision. This decision is if, if you say yes, I say yes. Right. And what is your assessment? Right. Of this individual. So what were you doing this whole time? Yes. That's what I'm thinking about too. And the frustrating part is like, not only is time wasted, but like feelings are being hurt. Like even throughout this experiment, even if you had like, bad motives towards it like Mm -hmm. people are still being affected Mm -hmm. and I think through the reunion Mm -hmm. and if anybody doesn't know we're talking about love is blind it was just so cringe to see like after a year of filming like people still haven't processed shit still harboring shit Mm -hmm. like didn't really know what they came on the show for like But I think also, what's the perception? What scenes weren't even included that you know maybe would have cleared up certain things or... Very true. Also, you know, added to it. So it is a show. Right. But I do think you can, if someone were to come to you and say, hey, I've had video footage of whatever certain period of your life, I think anybody viewing that isn't going to see certain ways that they have unless it's from that view. You know what I mean? Like, unless you get that external bird's eye view of how you acted in that experiment, you wouldn't really know how you came off. But you know in that moment, like, probably a lot was going on in your head, whatever your intention was. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like, I get it. But also it's like, it's TV. And I think nowadays with television and shows and writing and how, like, Some shows, like This Is Us is a show, 
that the real the real life moments in this show hit. Like there are shows that I've watched mm -hmm. where I'm like, ugh, in the gut. Like I feel it, and I feel like they're writing it into it. With reality shows, they're trying to have the real life emotions. But it's like, some people need therapy. Some people are like, like with this, like you know none of these people are really ready for this. There's no like counseling or anything. And it's such an unrealistic time frame to me, if you really think about I it. I definitely think that a therapist would have been helpful within this experiment mm -hmm. because... To maybe help you're going bring through up questions yeah. that like, you're not paying Very attention true. to because you're like now in Mexico and you're with somebody you find attractive and they're hot and whatever and like I get why those questions may not come up with this time frame of not quite knowing the person but I also feel like if you were given let's say four weeks yeah and you were stuck in a room yeah, that's a great amount That's of where it's like, if I'm spending ten hours talking to you yeah, if we're not doing anything I else, cannot get to Mexico else. or get to the destination where I see you and I don't even have like something written down that maybe we didn't touch base on. Yeah. I just feel like for the, the sake of the show, like they were just really into what they were getting, not really like tapping into asking those questions because if this is a lifelong commitment, like, I don't want to just know what your hobby is. <laughs> like, I just can't believe that those are some of the questions that were asked. And I just feel like if we're not talking about, like, let's talk about your last serious relationship, mm -hmm. you know, what ended it? How'd you get through it? What'd you learn? Like certain things in staring in that direction or like what's something that you want to work on what are you even looking for in a relationship? Not just like, are you 5'2"? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, oh my God, you totally fit the profile of like what I was looking for. Or I've been, the one thing that's been getting me <clears throat> is like Zach when he's like, I've been wanting to be married for so long. But the way that he was talking about it is like, anybody could just fit that mold mm -hmm. because that's the goal that I want. Mm -hmm. Not really working on, like, what it takes to be married. But I also think, even with him saying that, he's also not realizing when he made the choice of the wrong person, he wasn't taking in... He wasn't taking in bliss. Mm -hmm. He wasn't taking in the person who was taking him in the most. Right. And you were focusing on somebody who was giving you half-assed energy right like she wasn't even serious about it she was just talking on her ass right so then when it came down to be serious now she's like oh wait hold up and then you realize like somebody else was talking to you and like that was serious been a thing. the whole time and i seen a tiktok where it was like some t if it was pretty much like um if it's too much for one person it's just enough for another mm. when he was talking about like some people think that like my eye co me maintaining eye contact is a bit too much like do you think that's a lot and she was like no what are you talking about and like he was like mm. like that's something i've become aware of that maybe hinders how i'm able to connect with someone right rather than realizing that for her this isn't an issue 
You know? Right. Like, he didn't pick up on the fact that, like, she actually really did fuck with him. Right. Right. And I think that instances where... Because I'm thinking about another very um, triggering couple for me, Kwame. Mm -hmm. And Chelsea. And just that she really wanted to believe his potential. Yeah. And I have to still stand by it, even though we'll say that they're still married. Yeah. It was just giving, like, I don't want to push him to face anything difficult because of fear of, like, losing him. Him saying no. Mm-hmm. And it's... it's now, I, well, yeah. now that you say it like that, that's exactly what it was. That's what, that's what it looks like to me, and what's even harder is, like, if the foundation of, like, me... Like, if I don't feel like you're truly committed or that you could step out, like, that's not, for me, something that I want to stand on because it's it'll always be rocky. I'll always be fearful. Like, it's like walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's supplement that with, like, sexy photos for our engagement. Like, yeah. it's going to address <laughs> that feeling. I think it just further distracts and a lot of people are okay over there and a lot of people are okay with letting you stay there right. because they're uncomfortable they don't want to face it either like he right. want, he did not want to address it as much as he recognized what she was doing okay like she was telling him what to what compliments to say to her and it's hard because it's like he laughed in a lot of the scenes regardless of the edits there was a lot of edits to have laughs then. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think that there was, like, sometimes absence of words or instances where mm-hmm. he, he made... Just choose yeah, like, he was just choosing not to say anything out of the sake of, like, an argument because you know that she's not someone that's going to back down. She wants to get to, like, the solution of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's very much used to being a talker. Right. And, like... Rap, like, just running his mouth. Where it, like, confuses you or, like, makes you not want to, like, press it anymore. Because yeah. you don't want to deal with that anymore either. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people know, like, if they do that, then you'll just be like, okay, okay, okay. Like, you're not going to really it's just very pay sad. attention to exactly what they're saying and they know that. I, with them, what it showed me is, like, wherever they're at now, because they've had a longer time to get to know each other... I think he, his cues were giving, like, you know what I mean? Baby steps. Like, it was a lot. And I don't think he... Fully dived into... He didn't fully... He didn't fully expect or dive into it, and I think he was resistant to it, even though if he really did, like, like her. He was already... They were already sexual. You know what I mean? Regardless of any feelings he did have for what's-her-name... I think he eventually did put it to the side because, one, they were also intimate. Right. And I think he was just trying to, like, get used to how she is. Mm. And she was just like, my man, my man, my man. And I think he also liked that. But I just think she is kind of, like, self-absorbed and, like, I'm only seeing from a lens of for what sure, I want. For sure. 10,000%. And so you, she would miss all the cues. Like, wherever he's at now, I think if she gets too caught up in, like, 
that, he could hold slipper on some like, you know, like she would be in like in that fantasy. But I wonder, is she in that fantasy because that's where it feels safest for her? Because mm-hmm. being down and <clears throat> grounded would admit that, you know, it's not as as glued in as she probably thought. Mm-hmm. Like I have to believe that like we all really see the signs, whether we unsubconsciously like ignore them. I believe mm-hmm. that they they present themselves like they're there. They're so obvious that's why they're red Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you don't tap into that it really creates issues where like there's resentment there's disappointments you know Mm -hmm. like there's just and these aren't things that we've seen because again it's a show Mm -hmm. but if you're looking at it from like a in real life lens yeah you can see that yeah as a possibility anyway I agree I do think that you do have to give people time. It's an uncomfortable setting. Normally, sometimes when you get to know someone, like, half of the time, even if it's someone you could end up with, in the beginning, you probably weren't even giving them... You weren't giving the situation the time of day. Right. You were like, oh, okay, I'm talking to this person, I'm getting to know this person. But until you know it was clicking and, like, you're taking in, like, oh, no, I actually fuck with them... A lot of the times you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, you're not pressed about it. Very true. So I think it's also a lot of pressure to expect somebody to have such a definitive outlook with someone that nine times out of ten, even though, yes, you're spending all that time with them, when you're getting to know someone, you, however your normal timeline to size them up is, you're doing it in, like, such a crunch way. Right. And all the things that you face in that time normally when you're getting to know someone and you're dating, it's like, you want me to do all of that in seven days? And I think this experience definitely brings that out more because you want to put, you want to put on the table like what you yeah. want, mm-hmm. but it's so unincredibly unachievable. Yeah. But that's not the point in your mind because if you're going to be able to say yes mm-hmm. in seven days, you yeah. need to be able to see all the things that you've asked for on the table. Yeah. And I think that's where it leaves like a lot of um, areas of error. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we're not sitting down having a genuine like conversation about like maybe the pace is a little bit too quickly, but like I'm really digging you and yeah. I like, you know, like there's. Absolutely nothing wrong with that either. I think yeah. it's hard when you you want it so bad that, like, mm-hmm. you're willing to ignore a lot of things. Yeah, I and, agree. You know, and it's like, I can admit that I've done that in the past, and I can also admit, like, I don't even want, I don't even want it. Yeah. If that's what I had to sacrifice to get it, you know? Absolutely. When you really think about it. I agree. I think it also just shows, like... I I don't even know, man. I know. It's so interesting for me because it is like an experiment. But I just think you're asking a lot of somebody. Because regardless, regardless of what I put on the table, you still haven't seen me in different, different versions of me. Right. So it's like this is just the high and the good. Like, yeah, you're seeing me no on a slip, high on yeah, a up and there's up. There's never been a there's slip been up yet. No slip yet. There's been no like I snapped. You the first time you see me snap. The first time I farted. 
we're going on vacation together. I don't know you. Obviously, I'm going to shit in, like, two weeks in Mexico. Right. Like, you want me to do all of this? And that's a lot. Yeah. It is. And it's like, a lot of I'm going to see how you sleep. I'm going to see, are you the type of person that takes And I have no phone. You know I have what I no mean? Yeah, like, do you brush world. your teeth? Like, what are your habits? You're analyzing all of that while, like, still trying to keep it cute. Trying to, trying to hold in the fart as long as you can. <laughs> you know? And that's the, that's the frustrating part. Or, like, when you want to take space. It's like... All, like, just navigating space with someone that you just met. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's so interesting to me to see that, like, I don't know, there's an evolution. There's an evolution to new relationships, and I think that the vulnerability that it requires... It's just such an unrealistic time that, like, there can only be a few. And out of that few, depending on the work that they're willing to continue to do, because it really is the opposite. It's you're starting off with commitment and then going on the journey of, like, Mm. discovering someone, which back in the day, they actually didn't wait that long, right? You don't know if this person's violent, disrespectful, abusive. But I but think you dated for yeah. three weeks, and then you brought him home, and you had to get married. And... I think those values were a little bit twisted because it's like, oh, you work, I can cook, let's get married. But then back then you were tied, and you had to, you know, they had to take care of your kids or right. whatever. No, there was no birth control, so once you got pregnant. You have to stay, but then he started drinking because he's stressed out, and you're getting boxed, but you can't leave. Right. You're getting you're getting bruised up. Right, right, right. But you gotta stick the sad in because because you weren't you didn't have rights. Right, you right. were sold off. So I get like that, but because we're not quite there, right? I do understand why certain cultures still practice like the courting phase, but I also think that it has pros and cons because. There are stuff about a person that may not come up until, however long. Right. If they come up at all. If they come up at all. And I think a lot of people are great actors. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if if you're in control of like how things are happening um, all the time, Mm -hmm. then you're gonna be um, like a disservice to your partner, essentially, Mm. because. They're only seeing what you're putting on, mm-hmm. and they are unable to make like a conscious choice of like what they're truly getting and committing to, because you've never one talked about it or displayed it, whether or not an opportunity arose. You can always say hypotheticals, mm-hmm. but I just feel like how well, like what do you do, or how do you handle conflict? Mm-hmm. There are certain like key point things I think that are important for people to know like where in your life do you feel secure like how what does security look like for you you know how can you provide that Mm -hmm. and I feel like when we're not asking these questions because in day-to-day obviously you're swiping based off what you look at and if the person's appealing to you Mm -hmm. you know and it's like sometimes you miss the mark because there's a pretty face and then a demon inside sometimes. 
Absolutely. You know, case in point, fucking Jackie. <laughs> and I just feel like it's very difficult um, when you're focused on the physical. Because you do it so often and that's what you lean on. But it's like, how can you miss that? I just think that's definitely one way to get yourself caught up in a situation where you're looking like, how did I get here? Yeah. Um, and you missed all the, all the yield signs, all the red flags along the way. But this is definitely going to have to be a two-parter. Facts. Because getting into Jackie and Marshall and Josh and that whole situation is another thing. Brett and Tiffany is another thing. I definitely like that they had different, le- like, for the ones that worked, or the ones that carried on, like, each situation had a different level of whatever barriers were there, and I think what it does highlight is, like, through intimate relationships, those are your greatest mirror for right. growth as humans, and right. I think, um, yeah, it depends on how you utilize them. I think they can make or break you, and I think your assessment of that person is is very vital because we change all the time. Right. We all have our own journey and we all started from a certain point and it's going to affect your individual journey. So, like, whoever you're joining paths with, I think that your assessment has to be really good. And, you know, it's, it's hard to do when you're blocked in different ways right right you know absolutely yeah definitely gonna have to come back to this uh but uh thank you again for another episode of it is with podcast um again tune in every sunday interact with us on our instagram black magic b-l-v-c-k-m-a-g-i-q-u-e and uh, it's Kivy on the mic. Auntie on the mic. It is what it is podcast and we're out. Peace out.